0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Twenties. Just when you thought we were gone, we're back, and we're back, and we're back, back, to and back, back again, and yeah. back, back, to back. I hope you guys have had a good week since uh, the last upload. I know all three of us talking prior to recording. We've had some shenanigans happen in last week. A little, a little busyness, a little, a little stress. Some would say, but. We're here, we hope that you guys have had a good week, yeah, just a little bit. We hope you guys have had a good week and we're here to provide you guys yet another episode of content for the topic this week. Well, we're diving into how do we define wealth? I know that for a lot of people in their twenties, obviously there's the quite obvious one, which is financial wealth, but I know the two, well, three of us are also talking about the different kinds of wealth, including your mental wealth being spiritually sound for for a lot of us and all that stuff so there's different forms of wealth and i kind of wanted to discuss all of those plus obviously the the financial wealth oh gentlemen
1: we talk we always talk about financial wealth everyone always throws around the world wealth especially when it comes in the 20s and later the fuck is wealth
2: how does one describe wealth the exact definition of wealth because you think about like financial and materialistic wealth and it's always an abundance of that material or an abundance of money or being financially secure because of the amount that you have in something you could use that definition and apply it to a lot of other things in life you could talk about being wealthy in love so if you are abundant in your relationships that are loving for example that means that you know you have a very loving and stable relationship maybe with your family and your friends and your significant other you could say you're wealthy in love because you have an abundance in that and you are secure in your the amount of love that you have that's just One example, I'm trying to think of, you could say you have a wealth of knowledge too in a topic, for example. If you've put in a lot of effort to learn about something that interests you, like for example, mine is my bass playing. I would say I have a wealth of knowledge about rhythm and a wealth of knowledge about how a, at least an electric bass guitar functions in a band environment or jazz band environment. So I have a wealth of knowledge with that because I have an abundance of knowledge of the topics that makes me wealthy in the topic so it's kind of just an abundance of whatever you're describing based on how it's quantified so for money for finance it's money for love it's how your relationships are for a topic it's you know knowledge and facts about it so that's what i would say
0: that's actually quite interesting because that's exactly what i was going to say go
1: ahead i was just going to say wealth is wealth (laughs) good shit connor
0: no 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 It definitely no no i hate you guys (laughs) yeah definitely the abundance thing i completely agree with i was trying to actually the reason why i had you go first because i honestly was trying to figure out how to put it into words but really that's that's what it is you put it perfectly about uh, wealth being just abundance of something being knowledgeable in something i feel like it's maybe not even abundance but satisfactory like it is enough for you and I feel like that's something that we yeah. can dive into is your wealth is you know comparable to someone else's. Maybe your wealth, let's say financially, for example, you think your your wealth you're trying to achieve is being a millionaire, where someone else maybe, oh, if I had fifty thousand dollars, I'm wealthy. So I think it's it's what is individually abundant for you but wealth is something that that is very individualistic and i feel like that's a misconception as we're going to keep talking about this with the varying kinds of wealth is something that a lot of people in their 20s kind of fixate on rather than making it more more personal to be more satisfied if that makes sense
1: i like that i would say wealth is a lot of people look at the what you own but I also think it's what you've experienced, seen, all aspects of life. Right now, everyone's wealth in different forms are growing. Just depend on how some people's wealths grow, is based on that person.
2: You're right, GT. I think we all have a general understanding that wealth can be applied to many different aspects of life rather than just financially which is the most typical one because that's that's why everybody thinks about it but what are some of the different ways you can be wealthy in life i i listed a couple of them you know love with the topic and then of course finances are there any other ones and if you can think of some what in your life do you feel you are strongest with like what are you wealthiest in in your life right now
0: health health for sure you know that's wealthy a big one. And- Wealthy and health, mental and physical, for sure. Absolutely. You know, physical health, we're, we're definitely getting there. Obviously it's a never ending cycle you're achieving or trying to reach for something, get better and better. So mental health, however, definitely, definitely probably at my strongest point in terms of the way I handle things in healthy manners, not even like my mental fortitude of being able to handle shit thrown at me, but like literally the way I'm able to handle myself and also wealthy in terms of like peace of mind, as another one that I'm definitely a lot stronger in than I was in the past, but yeah, well-being, you know, you're obviously the financial, like you said, Connor, love, mental, physical health, your your spiritual wealth.
1: I would just say for me, you can be wealthy in life with experiences. You yep. could be wealthy in maybe feelings, like you could have a lot of wealth with that. You know, like he said, mental obviously, where you're just all you know, facets of your emotions are tight tight and they're all good and they're not all loose and all over the place. I would say wisdom, which is something that we always learn. We always learn more and more as we grow older. And I've said this before, the wisest you ever are is on your deathbed. So you are. Which is just crazy. Hell, I damn near was on my deathbed earlier today, but thank God I'm not. Yeah, Jesus, man. But I'll tell you what, my wisdom would have been fucking plummeted compared to other people. I had not learned shit compared to a lot of other people. But I would say just stuff like that. I mean, Chan fucking took everything, so I don't know what the hell I can add. All right. Oh okay, no, I,
0: sorry? I, I think Well in
1: in and, and like for me personally I would say physical is a big strength my strength in I would say understanding like and because of being a coach and relating to these kids and being able to be relatable and kind of comprehend why they're thinking so and Letting them know how I was at their age and what all was going on, and letting them know that hey, like, you're not the only one that's been through some shit, you know, or some shit like this. Like, there's lots of other people, and guess what? I've been through that shit too. So, just being able to be understanding and compassionate and being able to translate/slash help out. So. I'd say look, I'm 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 wise, but I'm not gonna be out here saying I'm like Yoda wise, but Well, he was like what, six hundred. So Yeah, no, that would Yeah, he was just a little older. Just a little.
2: No, but in all honesty, you actually described something that I was gonna harp on, GT, where you're talking about your experiences with your players and how like, hey, you're not the only one who's gone through stuff. That's you exercising your wealth and your empathy and your empathetic skills. And you also touched on Having wealth and like certain emotions. And that's kind of what I was going to say. Like, my, the thing that I'm probably wealthiest in right now is my depth of empathy for people. That's one of the things I'm strongest in. I definitely can just listen to somebody talk and completely understand what they're going through, even if I've never been through it, because I understand their feelings and what they're trying to communicate. And that's because empathy is something that I've practiced so long in my life. And for anybody who's listening right now, you know, you can obviously tell like, the way to look at wealth is not just, it's not just with finances. It's about something that you feel that you're like really strong in. And it's kind of a more positive way to spin like your strengths and weaknesses. You know, maybe I'm really wealthy in this or maybe I'm not like poor, but you know, maybe I could find ways to be wealthier in this as- other aspect of my life. Besides empathy, I would say right now, my life, I am definitely strongest in for sure. I am definitely in the most loving relationship I've ever been in. My relationship with the majority of all my family members is is pretty much about the strongest has ever been and i would definitely say you know my strengths with my friendships and my my wealth and the value of these friendships like with you guys and then with all my other friends where i'm valuing them more that all of that has improved so much over the past couple years to where it's i feel much better about it than I definitely have in the past. So that would definitely be my strongest right now. And there there are so many different definitions of wealth. I know it feels like we've covered all of them, but there's so many different ways you can take this topic that I don't think we could cover it all in one episode because you can pretty much be wealthy in anything. And it just kind of depends on what you value the most.
0: Here's my question for you guys to, <laughs> we just talked about what, our, what we're strongest in. <laughs> but that's not necessarily which one you would value the most. So of the different kinds of wealth, which one do you value as the most important for you right now? And then they follow up questions. So talk about now, but then also what form of wealth used to be your most important to achieve? Which one's the most important now and that you value the most now? Which one
1: did you used to value more? Now I would say would be... And the probably relationship wealth just being better within that, I would say that's the, like my top priority because I was single for a very long time and done some things, but and I never really gave a focus towards like having a serious girlfriend since high school. So it was basically just going around doing my thing, and I am. Becoming a better person towards that and giving her, like, being just a better overall. And I know, like, we all grow through relationships because it's never perfect. But just trying to make it as perfect as possible, you know, while also it's still being a real relationship and not a fairy tale.
0: Oh, yeah. I get that one.
1: I would say that's my priority form of wealth that I'm focused on right now. What it used to be. What I used to focus on was a lot of myself, be a professional baseball player, me. Like, that's all I was wanting. Mm-hmm. And wealth from that, being a baseball <laughs> player, having all the money, cars, and stuff. I'll start with what used to be my most important. It's funny, I didn't have the journey of
2: GT per se, but I definitely prioritize a relationship wealth. It was a romanticized fairy tale relationship that I was looking for, it was not possible to be wealthy in that way because it was an unrealistic standard that I could never possibly meet. So it was always gonna be, I was like never satisfied with that because it wasn't, it, it's kind of like your love and your relationship statuses in terms of wealth, like they go hand in hand because real love is very different from fairy tale love. I would say the, the two that are most important now are, the one that Tanner said earlier is health my own physical and mental health. And it's not like me, 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 it's just like, it's more about just general mental, physical health so that I can be healthy and be there for others that I love. And then my, the amount of wealth in my love that I have for people is something that I value probably the most, I would say. Like actual genuine love, genuine connection, like loving somebody for who they are, not who I want them to be or who I think Mm -hmm. they should be. Like loving them for, who they are and accepting them because that's what real love is at the end of the day is accepting and cherishing who somebody is not just wanting them to be something more, you know? So yeah, it's like my definition of wealth with these certain concepts has changed rather than my priorities. It's almost like my priorities are the same, but I look at them differently if that makes sense. Absolutely. What about you, Tanner?
0: Yeah, my priorities definitely have changed. The one form of wealth that I used to, prioritized the most was definitely definitely more so of uh, being about myself not like conceited or anything but more so of uh, I always thought that everything I was trying to do was purely by myself whereas now I've kind of realized that you know it's okay to ask for help and it's okay to have other people help you on your way you know you don't need to be so hard on yourself and do everything by yourself so at that time my form of wealth was almost like trying to achieve everything by myself. I don't know what that would be considered under wealth. That'd be like self care slash being selfish in a way, trying to do everything by myself. Whereas now honestly calling what you said was the one that I'm really that I really value the most is because <clears throat> almost until recently, not that I would want to change people because I feel like that they're better or that they can do things differently that I feel like is the only way or correct way to do things. But there's a difference between trying to love someone, but there's a big difference with accepting for who they are and realizing that not everyone's going to be like you and not everyone's going to have the same habits as you. And people are going to have habits or ways about going things that, that piss you off because you feel like it's wrong. Does that mean it's wrong? No, not necessarily. It's just that that's the way you're wired and that person is just different. And everyone is different in their own way. So I definitely, the empathy slash compassion and loving people for who they are is something that I've really grown in and value the most.
1: You know, people's priorities and what they used to be, it's all going to be different changing. And this could be from the start of creating these priorities on forms of wealth, but with all of the different forms of wealth do morals and ethics play into the decision on which one is most important and, like, what it used to be?
0: I mean, in a way, I would say, like, Connor mentioned how maybe his priorities didn't necessarily change. It's just the way that he looked at him. His morals or his way, his ethics about going about things maybe has shifted over the years, and I feel like your morals do shift over time. You have your core core principles obviously but your opinions of certain things will can shift and whatnot so i feel like they do play a decision in terms of what wealth you want because if, if your morals are more so trying to be financially stable and whatnot then obviously you're prioritizing the financial form of wealth if your morals are more so of being a empath and being there for people and especially if like your profession for example it's like being a nurse or a caregiver for example I say 99 out of a hundred nurses, a large part of the reason why they do that job is because they love helping people and they love assisting people. And they feel like that is their mission and their purpose and how their morals align. So like your profession can also influence your morals and ethics about what form of wealth you prioritize or like, you know what I mean? So there there's mm-hmm. a lot of variables in it, but to answer your question
2: in a blunt way,
0: yes, I feel like it does.
2: Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. I agree. That morals and ethics almost have to have a, a have to play a role in your wealth because, I mean, they're what guide you to make a lot of the decisions that you make at the end of the day, and you're choosing like what kind of wealth you want to prioritize in your life. Like Tanner was saying, they're what form you over your life. They form the values that you make over your life, which probably forms why certain types of wealth are more important to you. Like for me financial wealth even though i think it's important and i i am curious as to why it's always considered the most important form of wealth or why everybody talks about that when they talk about wealth but like with my family i mean my family that was not a big thing with my family we grew up lower middle class like not poor but very lower middle class and you know all the people that i hung out with i didn't really hang around people who were super wealthy which is there's nothing wrong if you know, you did end up hanging out with people that were super wealthy. It's just more about that was never brought up in my radar. I wasn't raised about that. That's not what was prioritized and that's not what was taught to me. And that's not the moral and ethics that I grew up with. That was, that was like a later thing. And so that's why I don't really care about it that much. So your priorities with your wealth, your priorities with your values and your priorities over what you care about are going to change over life. We know that. And so when those things change your levels of wealth in certain aspects of your life also change with that. So yes, they do. (laughs) I
1: I think absolutely morals and ethics do play a part because I think those are what are built up growing up. It's also where morals and ethics, like you said, it can flip things, right? Which I totally agree with you, Tanner and Connor, you know, when you grow up, like it's going to change, but I, I find it sometimes hard for other people because at one point I had a hard time balancing, you know, these different forms of wealth while I wanted all of them to be 100% amazing. I found myself putting maybe a little too much on one form of wealth and then the other forms of wealth would start to decrease. So. I just think there's, that's a very interesting thing to go about, so. Yeah,
2: I think it's an interesting way to go about it as well. And it's funny because you kind of touched on like balance a little bit regarding the different ways to be wealthy. And I'm curious, like we all have our different priorities with how we were raised and how all these things were kind of formed how can a balance of the different ways to be wealthy bring positive change to your life? Like, obviously, you're, it's going to shift as you change in life. So how do you make it to where your levels in certain aspects of your life are maybe even or you're prioritizing developing wealth in certain aspects of your life so that it can be positive? Like for you guys, how does the balance work? And how can that be positive?
0: Ooh, that's a very, very interesting question. I feel like there honestly is not a right answer because it's so individual based. What I would say, if someone was asking me or what would work for me, here's what I would say is that ultimately, if you are happy with yourself, you will realize that your happiness, you want to share that with others. At least this is how I am. If I'm in a good state of mind, if I feel like I'm in a good spot, naturally, my relationships with others get better and my other ways of thinking of different aspects of my life, let's say my finances, let's say my mental and physical health, let's say my relationships with my family, friends and girlfriend, then everything else will get better as well. In in my mind, that's how that all works. So I would say, obviously financially, everyone struggles unless you're set for life or you're in a great financial spot and you never have to worry about it, great. But for most of us, money will always be something that isn't necessarily like endless. It's, it's finite. We, we will kind of struggle for a little while, or we will be able to do what maybe we want to do, but not everything, right? So right. that will always be a thing. But in terms of everything else, I think you just need to prioritize your your peace of mind and how you feel about yourself. So I guess that would be your mental your mental health and everything like that. And you'll realize soon as you start taking care of yourself, everything around you, theoretically in my opinion should also get better or at least maybe if it's not better your way of thinking about everything that's going around you is better so maybe a shit situation you'll look at it differently or maybe in a more positive light which therefore will help you in various other ways so that would be my take on it i don't know if you jump and agree disagree kind of have something to go off of that
1: no i i think for me personally you need to be first off good with yourself because everyone has a different game of life and we've talked about that before and i think if you don't have a good like core good foundation for your game of life how do you think you're going to get all these other forms of life all good when you're the one that's affecting all these other forms of life when like you said if you mentally isn't really good then how do you think that's going to bring a positive impact to say social wealth, or you know, business wealth, or connections, friendships, type of wealth. Yeah, how, if you have forms a good, of wealth.
0: If you have a bad relationship with yourself, how you how you expect to have good re- relationships with others? I exactly. couldn't agree more. What do you think, Connor?
2: I, you, you guys. Now I'm, now I'm at a loss for words. <laughs> you, you, got, you guys summarize. it. High five baby. Yep. See what mm-hmm. happens? It's just about a foundation that you're building for yourself at the end of the day. And you're trying to talk about, you know, the different ways to be wealthy and prioritizing a balance of all those. If there's no foundation to stand on at the end of the day, then it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what you add onto the building. If it's not stable, it's going to come crashing down. So I, I agree with you guys. and that's why it's so important to think about like your values and think about your morals and ethics with this kind of stuff especially like I mentioned earlier when everybody talks about financially wealthy being the most important like that'll that'll loom on top of all the other forms of wealthiness and make you topple down if you if you let it honestly
0: well Connor kind of funny you mentioned the financial wealth being the most prioritized the saying money doesn't buy happiness is a quote that is said so frequently but why do you think people prioritize financial wealth over the other forms so so often
1: because people want to be higher up than others and that stems from caveman time and middle ages people always wanted to be higher up because they looked at it as a better life and no worries no stress no nothing Everything's all good. And people wanted to be higher up and while Yes. Like I I understand wanting to be higher up than everybody because you don't have to worry about anything. You can afford anything. You can do whatever you want. But I think that's not, I don't want to say that's not realistic. I, I would say more of that's not how you become happy is through all that so i would just say people always want to one up on people they always want to be better than others and because a lot of people are very competitive in nature because that's adaptation that's survival of the fittest however you want to go into that so everyone just wants to be better than others so that way they can have bragging rights or don't have to worry about anything yeah i mean that's a that's a hard
2: look at just the psychology, like the community psychology of our society and a big overarching look for sure about like why people are so competitive about this kind of stuff. Why people compare themselves when, I think I actually talked on the podcast, I don't know how long it was ago, a few months ago, maybe a couple of weeks, I don't even remember honestly, but there was this podcast that I watched about this therapist who interviewed really wealthy people. And like it was guys who were making $500,000 and they would always compare themselves to millionaires. Well, millionaires who made $1 million, they always compared themselves to billionaires. Like they were always comparing. And I think there is something to be said about the status of it because we're always trying to compete and we're always trying to go for that next thing. Because I also think another aspect of why it's so prioritized in society is there's the competitiveness, but that that's what people say makes you happier at the end of the day. I mean, I know there's that like I know the quote money doesn't buy happiness is something that is said in an offside, but I don't I don't really think people believe that because that's not true for so many people. I think there's a bell curve with that with happiness and money. There's a point when the amount of money that you make stops producing this level of happiness so that's why those people who are on that other end of the bell curve are like oh money doesn't buy happiness but for some people who are making only twenty to thirty thousand dollars a year money would make them happier because it's going to improve their situation because Mm -hmm. that's that's all that they need to improve their situation sometimes so i i think it's because finances are so important because like tanner was saying earlier it it's so important for so many people in our society and unless you you're just really lucky in life and you don't have to deal with this it honestly can produce happiness but i th- I think the quote maybe should be changed to money th- maybe money doesn't continually buy you happiness or money's not going to make you permanently happy or something like that like sure it can provide some happiness but it's not going to permanently make you a happier person because you still got to work on yourself. You still got to work on your other forms of health and your other forms of wealth. But it's just so many people get that kind of relief when they, that happiness relief when their financial wealth is better off. So I just think it's an unfortunate reality for people sometimes, but I totally understand GT's perspective because I think that is very valid.
0: Here's a Here's the thing that you're talking about that. And I completely agree. I feel like materialistically you can be satisfied and happy for a good while, but then it comes to the point where the ultimate wealth is wealth of your mind and your well-being, and how happy you are with yourself and your life. And for a lot of people, when they prioritize the materialism, you know, that they're happy, they're, they're wealthy for a good bit. But then once that runs out and they're, Unhappy with themselves in their life, and it doesn't give them that fulfillment anymore. Then truly, they they're not wealthy at all. And a good and a good example of this is one of my favorite books growing up. Is a it, is it Midas or Midas, Midas touch, Midas? Midas touch. You know what I'm talking about? It's a king who gets this wish where everything he king touches Midas. turns into gold. King Midas. And everything he touches turns into gold. So he starts touching this, that turns into gold. Oh my goodness, he's the wealthiest person in the world. He's touching, da, da, da. Then he realizes, I can't touch my daughter. Daughter turns to gold. I can't, I can't touch my horse. And so he became the wealthiest person in the world. In his mind, he was the happiest man in the world. And he had all the wealth in the world that he could possibly want to a degree. And then he became literally one of the most unhappy people in the world. There's more to the story than that. I know I butchered the fuck out of it, but it was one of my Good favorite message. children's books. For whatever reason, I just remember <sighs> that book a lot. And so it's just a perfect example, even as a child, being told that, you know, you can be wealthy, you can have all this or that, and metaphorically, you can relate to other parts of your life, but at some point, you do become unhappy. So I feel like, yeah, that materialism and financial wealth is the most prioritized, like GT said, a competitiveness. It's a tangible quantitable way to compare yourself to others because you can't compare your mental wealth in terms of like who's better with people or i'm more empathetic than you it's like who cares that's that's not you can't compare apples and oranges everyone's different but with money money is money money is a tangible uniform thing so it's very easy for us to use that as the metric of comparison with others so sorry long dude. long well, aside, we have but, to
2: look at it yeah it is sad, but it's, we have to look life. at it differently, like the other forms of wealth. It's like you just said; everybody's different with their physical health, for example. I'm not; somebody's physical body type is different from somebody else. It's like there could be somebody who has larger bones and has a larger upper body, so they're able to get a chest and shoulders and their arms bigger than maybe somebody who has like bigger, bigger legs, but they don't. They have like a smaller upper body. Does that mean that one is better than the other? No, it just means that that's their body type the way that you make money and the way that you decide to make money and the way that you decide to pursue your career, it's how much money you make is not necessarily a reflection of your success. It's just as long as you're choosing something, hopefully that you enjoy doing or relatively enjoy doing, then it's, there's other ways to measure your wealthiness rather than just finances, which is why it's important to have a balance.
1: No, I, I totally agree. I think it's, Wow! Yes, that money stuff—it's very true. But at the same time, yes, I—I I know exactly the book you're talking about, Tanner. That book was—it was—it was a good book, and it's something that now we start to f- find out that it's very true in life. And we're having to figure out about money. Talk about money—we're having to figure all this stuff out about rent, bills, utilities, et cetera, et cetera. Like, it's, it's crazy, especially like in our 20s, dude, when we move out of the house, we just, we got lots of different avenues coming, lots of paths. But being in our 20s, gentlemen, how do we start increasing our different forms of wealth? Like, what's the best way for someone in their 20s to start increasing the different forms of wealth? Is there a specific way that's better than others, or is it? Or just what's the best way to go about it
0: i'll let connor go first since i went first last time
2: i'm curious what you have to say tanner so i'll keep mine short and sweet there is not a here comes there is that, not back a, to wealth i know so what is wealth no wealth is wealth. no but there's there's no right way because everybody is different and their values are different so you know we we've talked about this with other topics but you have to find what's important to you, what your values are, what your morals are, what your ethics are, and figure out what's important to you. What what f- what form of wealth in your life now are you wealthiest in? What do you wish you were wealthier in? Are you happy that whatever you feel that you're wealthiest in is the thing that you're strongest in, or do you wish it was something else? You know, things like that. You gotta start asking yourself those questions. You have to have a a lot of like really honest and truthful and sometimes brutal talks about like where you are in life and just be honest with yourself. The best way to increase your different forms of wealth is to focus on self-reflection and to focus on a positive state of mind. Because the better you are with yourself, the more able you are to be wealthy in a lot of different areas of, of your life. And you can open your mind to more different possibilities on how you can be wealthy in every area of your life rather than just one, maybe just financially, for example.
0: Yeah. Yeah. How are you portraying yourself to others? Who do you want to be? And what are you doing to get towards this thing that you're trying to achieve? Or just a few questions during these self-reflection talks that you need to have with yourself. Because if you want to be wealthy with the, the interpersonal skills and better wealth with the people around you, a better support system, this and that, how are you portraying yourself to others and how are you treating others? You know in terms of financial wealth that's a whole nother discussion and if that's that's what fulfills you then go for it i think that's something else that i know we've talked about but at the end of the day it's all about what you want to prioritize you can have greater wealth in one or two areas at once but if you're neglecting one then obviously you're not going to progress as much in that so it's honestly what your priorities are and what you want to achieve but yeah definitely into self-talks and self-reflection mm-hmm. and just the usual setting goals and Having your eye on on the future you, how do you, how do you want to be as a man, as a woman, as a friend, et cetera. So, yeah, I can't really come up with other advice though, GT, to be honest with you, in terms of how to increase it besides those methods. I'm trying to think of something else, but honestly, I'm drawing a blank. So I don't know if you have anything else to say.
1: I would just say you said it earlier was best way is to be at, at peace and be as strong as you. We've said it multiple times and I would say, focus on you and learn yourself and your strengths and weaknesses and something that, where you can contribute the most in maybe one facet, but also learn from others and mm-hmm. to take time and take mental notes and jot them down. by all the different things that you could be learning to add to your repertoire, and add to your forms of wealth. Whereas others, they might have other forms of wealth higher up, but you could have other forms of wealth higher up than them, learning from different okay. people and not being closed off to other facets of life and yeah. other people's forms of wealth. So to be a constant Beautiful. learner from those.
0: Beautifully said. Also- uh, I would say that as well. I would just say what. Makes you wealthy is completely individualistic, just like GT said, and learn to figure out what you do want to prioritize, not necessarily what you think you need to prioritize or what other people are doing because their form of wealth, what they prioritize, what they value can be completely different than your own. And the only way for you to know that is to find out about yourself. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to another episode of Let's Talk 20s podcast. Follow the Instagram page uploading an episode weekly Wednesdays at 7pm. So be on the lookout for that. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Until the next one. Peace. Peace. (laughs) My motherfucker.